the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It may be hard to believe, but not everyone was excited about the birth of Jesus over 2,000 years ago. Join us today as Pastor Rander exposes a worldly trend that overlooks the importance of the birth of Christ, replacing it with the pursuit of the mundane things of this life. In this message titled, The People That Missed Christmas, you'll be speaking from the second chapter of the book of Matthew. Now let's listen in. The people who missed Christmas. That's what I want to preach this morning in the power of the Spirit. The people who missed Christmas. How would you feel if you had the opportunity to receive the gift of a brand new home or a brand new car or a full scholarship to a major university or a vacation getaway trip for two with meals, transportation, hotel, and all amenities paid for in full with no strings attached. How many of you would like to get on on a deal like that? Well, amen. But you miss this spectacular gift because of your negligence, apathy, laziness, are not being in the position to receive what could have been yours. And sadly, multitudes will miss Christmas, the Christ of Christmas, who is the reason for the season because of busyness. Many will miss the essence of Christmas because of the allurement of sights and sounds, the attractions and the activities of this season, as well as political correctness. Will you miss Christmas this year? I hope you won't. For many, Christmas will have come and gone, and so many will have missed what Christmas is all about. And the only residue of Christmas will be the credit card bills that come due in January, weight gain of about 10 pounds, discarded Christmas trees out on the curb, or perhaps even trips to customer service to stand in the merchandise line, return line, to return gifts that were either the wrong size, wrong color, or either malfunctioning. Beloved, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son as the greatest gift in all creation. Multitudes upon multitudes around the world will miss this incredible, indescribable, immeasurable gift, which is the height of all missed opportunities. And not only do people miss Christmas today, but guess what? People have historically missed Christmas. And what I want to do is to look back through the archives of time 
and give you biblical accounts of people historically who missed Christmas. The first person historically, biblically, who missed Christmas is Herod. Say Herod. Herod missed Christmas. If you have your Bibles in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, the scripture says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Who was Herod? Though he called himself the king of the Jews, he was not a Jew at all. He was an Edomian. His family was given the right to rule Judea by Rome. Herod's main appeal to Rome was the way in which he mercilessly, he was able to collect taxes from the people and he was most despised. This character, Herod, was a mean, honorable, fiendish, diabolical, devilish character. He murdered anyone who stood in his way, including the Hasmoneans, who were descendants of the Maccabeans, Aristobulus, the high priest, and even his brother-in-law, not to mention his two eldest brothers he killed. In fact, just before his death, Herod ordered the most distinguished citizens of Jerusalem arrested. And a punk, because he knew folk didn't like him. And he knew folk wouldn't, he knew that folk wouldn't weep over his death. They'd be rejoicing and probably, uh, saying good to his death. And so to make sure that, that, that this wouldn't happen, here's what Herod did. He said, I want all the distinguished citizens of Jerusalem arrested and put to death upon hearing the news of my death. And his reasoning was, the people will not weep when I die. And I want them weeping, even if they have to weep for someone else, unquote. He was a mean rascal. Herod was so obsessed with maintaining control and power of his throne that he would go to any lengths to destroy anyone he thought was a rival, including baby Jesus, who was the real king of the Jews born in Bethlehem of Judea. And so he sought to destroy the infant who was the Messiah. Herod was so blinded by his own power. He was so blinded by his pride. Herod was so blinded by his own wretched wickedness that this man, this fiendish, diabolical, satanic man, Miss Christmas. Beloved, is that you? Do you have such evil motives and evil agendas that you too miss Christmas? Are you so blinded by your unwillingness to forgive your mother or your father or your sister or your brother or someone who have hurt you, whoever that may be, that you can't experience the joy of Christmas this season because of holding grudge and bitterness in your heart? Have you too, like Herod, missed Christmas? The scripture says in Matthew chapter 2 verse 3, 
Look at that scripture. I want you to underline that. That's why you ought to bring your Bibles to church. When Herod the king heard this, look what it says. He was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. Now, that's a powerful scripture right there. When Herod became troubled, all of, Ju- all of Jerusalem became what? Trouble. Because they knew that when he became troubled, there was going to be some hell in Jerusalem. There was going to be some showing up fireworks. And so Jerusalem, they were fearful because this crazy madman was troubled. Beloved, is that you? When you are troubled, does everyone around you become troubled because they fear your wrath? When you're upset or angry, daddy or mother, is your family turned upside down? Does your family have to tiptoe around you because they are so they are so afraid of how you're going to react? Is your workplace t- disturbed because you are troubled? Is your particular ministry troubled because you are troubled? Is there hell in your house because you are mad? You like Herod when you become troubled. Everybody around you is troubled and know that they are in trouble. So therefore, who missed Christmas? Herod missed Christmas. Let's look at another person. Let's look at another group of persons who missed Christmas. The soldiers of Herod missed Christmas. The soldiers of Herod missed Christmas. In Matthew chapter 2 verse 16. In Matthew chapter 2 verse 16 it says... Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise man, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined by the wise men. Now the soldiers were so determined to carry out the order of Herod to kill all the male children two years of age and under, that they themselves, the soldiers, missed Christmas. Even though they knew that the order to kill babies was evil, uh, they feared the voice of man more than the voice of God. One might argue that the soldiers weren't saved, so how could they even hear the voice of God? You got to understand There is a basic sense of right and wrong. Therefore, the soldiers missed Christmas. To kill babies two years old and under, you don't have to be saved to know that that is wrong. That is a basic sense of right and wrong, even as it relates to our conscience. Therefore, the soldiers missed Christmas. Beloved, is that you? Do you feel the voice of your boss? Telling you to work extra hours at the expense of your family? Mothers, are you so uh, tired from the job that you are Mrs. Grouch or Mother Grouch when you get home because all your energy was left on the workplace and you have nothing to offer your children? That is, are you working hours and hours and hours overtime to make another dollar at the expense of not being a daddy to your children, money cannot replace fatherhood. 
Money cannot replace motherhood. And by the way, if you say my children are in, in daycare, be it known to you today, no daycare can treat your child like you, mama. How much is enough? How much money do you really need to make before you can be content? Parents, the greatest gift you can give your children is the gift of your presence to ensure that your children will not miss Christmas. If parents miss the true essence of Christmas, then it is highly possible that your children will never experience the real meaning of Christmas. When you think about Christmas, is it about Santa, Christmas trees, receiving and giving of gifts, or is your focus on the Christ of Christmas? Listen in as Pastor Rander continues the message, The People That Missed Christmas. He'll be teaching from the second chapter of the book of Matthew. Acts 5.29, Peter does have it right. It says there in Acts 5.29, but Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. So Herod missed Christmas. Who else missed Christmas? The soldiers missed Christmas. Let's look at another account. The innkeeper missed Christmas. Say innkeeper. Turn over to Luke chapter 2, verse 1, and then skip down to verses 3 through 7. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verse 1, and then verses 3 through 7. Look what it says there, my friend. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped, in, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger. Now underline this verse, this segment of the, of the verse. Because there was what? No room for them in the inn. You see that in your Bible? Now we know very little about this innkeeper. What we do know is that he missed Christmas. Perhaps he was so busy trying to make another shekel. That's what money was called in Jerusalem. Shekels. And the, the hotels were filled with those who returned to their place of origin due to the decree of taxation by Caesar Augustus. What would it have been like had the innkeeper been so sensitive to the needs of an expected mother who was about to give birth to the promised Messiah that he would have made room for Mary and Joseph? Although the innkeeper was unaware that Mary was carrying God in her womb, he would have been thrilled afterwards that his kindness and compassion would have transcended his ignorance and been given a blessed surprise. His end would have been chronicled in the annals of history for a very different reason. Beloved, is that you? The innkeeper is not alone. I believe we got some innkeepers in the house today. 
Are you so busy trying to make another dollar to buy another gift that will soon be forgotten by the one you gave it to that you miss Christmas? Regret, regretfully, the innkeeper missed his blessing and didn't even know it. And that's bad when the blessings of, from God pass you by because you failed to seize the moment. So we have just said, who missed Christmas? First, Herod missed Christmas. Uh, the soldiers missed Christmas. The innkeeper missed Christmas. Oh, but there's another group who missed Christmas. The religious leaders missed Christmas. Say religious leaders. Look at Matthew chapter 2, verses 4 through 6, if you will. Matthew chapter 2, verses 4 through 6. The religious leaders miss Christmas. And Matthew 2, starting with the fourth verse, it says, And when he had gathered, gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah? For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. Who is the religious leaders? I'm glad you asked. The scribes, say scribes. The scribes were influential interpreters of the Torah. They often had pious attitudes about themselves. They were the spiritual authority of their day. And then you had the chief priests. Say chief priests. The chief priests, they were the theologians of the day. They were the religious experts. They were the so-called spiritual elites of Israel. They also were so well-versed in scriptures. They knew the scriptures incredibly well. As a matter of fact, they knew scripture so well until they could give the precise location as to where the Messiah would be born. And yet, they missed Christmas. Look at verse 6. They are saying where the Christ would be born. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the ruler, rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler. Who is this ruler that shall come? Out, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will shepherd my people Israel. You see, this verse, verse 6, is a direct quotation from Micah chapter 5, verse 2. It is a, this passage, this, this is a direct quotation from the book of Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Beloved, is that you? I believe that we have some modern day chief priests and scribes in the house today. Do you know the scriptures so well to the point that you have memorized many scriptures? Perhaps you teach them, perhaps you preach the word, or maybe you are a student of the word. Let's quote John 3.16. Ready? Say it. For God so loved that louder everlasting life. What, what about Romans 6.23? Romans 6, who knows that one? Say it together. For the but the gift of God, the G, right. What about Romans 3.23? Say it. All have sinned. Okay, some of y'all don't want to say it. Now you don't want to own up that you do know a few. 
Now, if you don't obey scripture, you are really in spiritual need this morning. All right. So uh, now with all the scriptures that, you know, amazingly, with your scripture knowledge, it is still highly possible that you can miss Christmas. I mean, just granted, listen, the scribes and the chief priests, they could tell Herod the precise location as to where the Christ child would be born. They knew scriptures. They could search the scriptures. They had knowledge of the scriptures, but didn't have a a relationship with Jesus Christ. How did the chief priests and scribes miss Christmas? How could they? With all that scripture, with all that insight, knowing the law, the Torah, and all that, how did they manage to, to miss Jesus in their hearts? Number one, because of theological pride. Say theological pride. I mean, you, you can, you can know the word so much that you think you got it. You, I got it. I got it. But you don't have it because you're not using it. Theological pride is a self-exaltation of oneself from his or her theological perspective. You, you got it. You know it. You know you know it. And you flaunt it, but you're not doing anything with it. They knew the scriptures, but they failed to apply the scriptures they knew, which meant that they had scriptural knowledge without a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. Do you realize you can have a knowledge, a head knowledge of the word without a relationship with God, and it's possible for you to go to hell with a knowledge of the scripture in your head. Now, if you're going to go to hell, you might as well go ignorant. I mean, why are you going to take the scriptures with you to hell? Why don't you say amen? I mean, you must not just know the word, you must apply the word. And that is why, beloved, some people come into the Lord's house, get saved, come to Jesus Christ, and they grow and they woo! I mean, they become spiritual giants in just a matter of a few years. And others hang around the church for 30 years and they're still talking the same old talk, same old attitude, still making mess that folk have to clean up. You say, why are they in that condition? Simply because they have the word, but they do not apply the word. Therefore, there is no spiritual maturity from the word. What are you doing with the word? So theological pride can get in the way of your salvation. So what I'm saying to you today is that it is highly possible to have knowledge of the word without a relationship with Jesus Christ. Number two. How do they miss Christmas, these religious leaders? It's because of self-righteousness. Say self-righteousness. The chief priests and scribes did not see themselves as sinners. Therefore, they saw no need for a savior. In other words, they were saying, nothing wrong with me. I, I, I got it. They had too high of a view of themselves. They had religion without relationship. And if you don't see yourself as a sinner then you won't see a need for a savior. Jesus said, I didn't come for those who are well. I came for those who, who are sick. I'm the great physician. I mean, I use the illustration in the first service. Uh, Sometimes you're sick and you won't do nothing about it. You know, I ain't sick and you coughing and hacking. I ain't sick. I, ain't no, I don't need to go to the doctor. And after a while you get so sick, you know, I guess I better do something. 
Huh? Uh, 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 when you get sick enough, you will call a doctor, go to the doctor, go to the pharmacy, go to HEB pharmacy, pharmaceutical department. You're going to go somewhere and you're going to say, doctor, do something for me. If you're sick enough, you'll go to the hospital and check yourself in. And who goes to the hospital and say, keep me sick? The, the goal is to see the sick made well, but you got to own up to the fact that you're sick. And, when, and listen, when you're really sick, they're going to ask, what's wrong with you? How long you had it? Well, is, is this in your family? And they, all this, and you start telling everything. You don't hold back nothing. You don't hold back nothing. How long? You, you don't hold back anything. And they say, open mouth, open this, turn over, stoop, this, that. You know what? You do it, and guess what? You let all your, you let it, listen, you, you can do whatever it takes and you holler out, you let them stick every nook and cranny because the goal is to be made well. Huh? To be made well. When you're sick enough, you go and do something about your condition. Let me tell you something. Y'all, y'all listen to me closely. It is bad to be in bad shape and don't even know it. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109 directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Hello, I'm Pastor Draper. Thank you for tuning in to the Maranatha broadcast heard each weekday at 5 p.m. on KSLR. As we approach the end of the year, it is my prayer that this radio ministry has been a tremendous source of blessing and encouragement to you. If you have been blessed by these messages and would like to support this radio ministry by making a year-end tax-deductible contribution, please make your checks payable to Maranatha Bible Church and mail it postmarked by December 31st to 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.